In this podcast episode, we're going to discuss the importance of using a CRM. We're going to go over CRM strategies and how you can use a CRM to leverage all of your cloud-based applications, workflows, and projects using one system. So before we begin, I want you to take a deep dive and to think about what your current processes are. Think about what your workday looks like. Think about how much time you're spending working on projects and tasks and think about where those tasks, leads, projects, emails, and all of your communication with your customers and clients live. As you think about that, I want you to think about all of the pain points and bottlenecks you may be currently experiencing as you are going through your workday. So what we're gonna uncover in our audio series is different ways that you can use cloud-based applications such as CRM, which stands for Customer Relationship Management. This tool is used to manage relationships. So you can use this tool to build out a sales pipeline, to build out a deal pipeline, and to also leverage existing contacts using one CRM. The way that we use our CRMs is for multiple environments. So we have built our organization which is an engineering cloud-based consultancy. So we have a number of different channels that we run through our CRM, and we have a number of different CRMs that we use. So for project management, we may use Asana for specific tasks and specific projects. For the bulk of our workflows and workloads, we use HubSpot CRM, but there is a little bit of Salesforce for our demo purposes. So we help other companies maximize the efficiency of their operational strategies and just operational excellence using a CRM. From our perspective, from Startmark's perspective, I'm speaking on the company's behalf, I am the CEO and founder, but from Startmark's perspective, what we have aimed to focus on is creating an ecosystem of hubs and an ecosystem that manages networks. So we have found that using a CRM is the easiest way to bring in everything unilaterally, everything into one place for multiple users so you can envision a department. If you have an HR workforce, for example, you can have your HR workforce working out of your CRM. You can also have your sales department and your marketing department and your IT department also housed in one CRM. So that is the focus for a lot of companies, a lot of you who are listening today to think about is centralizing all of your workflows using a CRM. Now, some of you may be using uh, that type of tool now, right? You may be using Marketo, you may be using HubSpot, Salesforce, Keep. There's a ton of different options available. But one thing that I have found over the years is that the companies who are using those systems are not leveraging them to the fullest of their capabilities. So I had a client recently who was using a number of different SaaS applications without understanding that she could have simply just integrated all of those SaaS applications using APIs, which we'll talk about a little bit here shortly. But she could have integrated all those tools using APIs and saved a lot of time, effort, and money on system upgrades, consulting through different technology firms to see what systems or what technology or what SaaS tools will best be are best fit for that environment. And so the APIs that we focus on with our CRM system is to integrate all of our outside external SaaS tools into one CRM system. So 
you know, we use Aircall, for example, which is a partner of Starmarks. We use Aircall for our call queuing and our custom call experience. So our 1-800 number is created through Aircall. And we have Aircall's API in our CRM account. So because we use Aircall and because that's what we use for our front-end experience housed through our website, HubSpot also has a great call experience as well. We have both set up through our company. But you can use you can use an API to route into your CRM. So if you're using Salesforce or using another one, another CRM system, you can use an API integration to route all of your workflows and all of your other SaaS applications in one central hub. Ultimately, what this does is it boosts employee productivity, it boosts engagement, morale, and a deep understanding of what goes where, how it all works, and how it all integrates in a systematic process. It also helps organizations find bottlenecks and inefficiencies. So because we run our data reporting also through HubSpot, we were using uh, Databox for a bit. Databox is also really good for the UI dashboards because you can really get custom with it as much as, as much as you like. So we're running Databox in, in um, da- Databox UI, uh, which is the API that we're running through HubSpot, uh, our CRM system. And then we also have HubSpot dashboards. And the dashboards are really effective because it allows you to look at the organization just through charts alone. And so the data and the numbers will tell you where your focus and where your attention needs to be. And so if there are certain KPIs that haven't been either stored, right? That's also an issue. It's just the the, uh, the lack of data to begin with, but also too, if you're judging by the wrong metrics and judging by the wrong numbers altogether, then ultimately your decision-making will be skewed from the jump. So having clean data and having the right data to look at in one mobile environment or one environment for all of your devices, right? That streamlined across all of your employees and your entire workforce, we have found to be the most effective for companies to help with operational management. So help with the operational strategy, help with backend, and then you can take it a step deeper once you actually have a defined operational plan, you can use your CRM and add on a DevOps plan. And DevOps is for continuous improvement, continuous delivery. Being that your CRM is already cloud-based, it allows you to do these things with more agility than ever before. So for example, I can log into all of the tools that we use to run the organization and I can use it, I can log in through HubSpot CRM because I have HubSpot CRM connected and integrated with a number of different APIs to each and every SaaS application that powers the company. So that's from payment gateways using a number of different SaaS tools for that. So Stripe, we use Stripe's API for a number of different ways that we are taking payments to make sure that that payment is customized for the customer, but it's also customized at scale. And so using a CRM system to be able to look at the data of your customer journeys, understand how those who are actually in your journeys are responding to, let's say, emails. Let's say you have videos. How many people are actually engaging with your videos? How many clicks are you getting? All this can be can be tracked and recorded directly using your CRM. And so that's why we focus on optimizing workflows, 
and your operational strategies using one SaaS application. So that's one central hub. And then based off of how the organization is, is structured, you can reduce time, reduce friction, and increase agility by using APIs to integrate with the backend of all of the systems. So your SaaS tools, your uh, additional platforms that may be used for, let's say, maybe for your stakeholders, right? There may be maybe a certain platform that's only used for stakeholders. There may be a certain platform that's used for management. There may be a certain platform for frontline workers in various tasks and positions. What you can do is create one central hub and use all of those different platforms and all those workflows and different SaaS tools that's a part of your ecosystem and your environments and make it central using APIs to connect to each and one of those tools, which Boost has, once again, a ton of effects such as more employee, more induce or increased employee morale, increased engagement, better focus, more, more organization, and just a new way to work. So one of the things that we are doing here at Startmark, hosted by myself, the CEO of Startmark is launching an audio series to share some of the perspectives, which is the, I, I think, the most differentiated factor for organizations today. It's really, it really comes down to how it's ran outside of its marketing, right? The creative aspect and the branding is one portion of it, but it also boils down to how is it ran? How is it governed? How is it structured? And one of the things that I have found coming from an engineering background is that a lot of companies do not have systematic processes in place. They do not have a communication strategy in place across all channels and endpoints. And then that's where we start to see breakdowns when it comes to a number of constraints due to an ineffective user experience journey, due to a lack of understanding user personas, et cetera. And so if you don't understand your personas and who your target market is, then you can't really market to them correctly, despite what type of messaging you may have through your copy, but also the user experience. And so that's a bottleneck that can cause a huge hiccup when it comes to conversions, right? So our online uh, our online exposure and the tools that we use for our websites can be greatly impacted just based off of a misunderstanding and a misalignment of messaging to that particular persona if we don't have, once again, the right data, the right KPIs, and the right metrics as a whole to be able to judge and say, okay, we need to take spending from quarter three and either increase it or decrease it or pivot it into running more ads, let's say through Google or running more ads through LinkedIn. The cool thing about what I'm sharing with you is with HubSpot, you're able to run Google ads and LinkedIn ads. And so that's another vertical that we have with the company. Your start market is offering coaching and consulting to teach companies how to not only scale effectively, but efficiently, and also do it in one central location so that your department or your teams or your workforce, I'm sorry, workforce, vendors, et cetera, can have access to the information that they need to have access to. And so you can break it up to where you have your departments and your team members set up in a way where once they log in, their environment is different than the rest of the team. So that increases uh, focus, it boosts focus, and then we take it a step deeper. We can provision desktops using our desktop as a service model and run virtual machines. So that way 
You can have a virtual cloud. We use AWS. You can have a virtual cloud. And in that virtual cloud, you can have a employee or a team member or just freelancers, whoever's your work, whatever your workforce is, running the same programs and the same applications all across the world, no matter where they're at, using a virtual machine. So it doesn't matter what type of hardware they have. For example, if they're running MacBooks and PCs, you can use a virtual machine as a way to centralize workflow. So that also helps boost engagement and morale and also just productivity. We're haven't even gotten into the efficiencies, right? The efficiency boosters, which is what we focus on mainly here at Start Markets, helping companies find their operational bottlenecks, see those constraints, and then we reimagine and re-engineer how work is actually done using our business process optimization. So that optimization is looking at, okay, where is, how is your architecture aligned? So if you're using the CRM, that's a SaaS-based tool. Is that CRM a part of your architecture or is it a part of your infrastructure, right? Is it at the foundational level or is it just a pass-through for work? So it's a lot to it when it comes to the information and data that's being stored in the cloud, where that information is being stored and where those environments are for accessibility for your team members. So if that's internal employees or I guess shareholders or stakeholders, depending on how the organization is functioning, how it's ran, those environments can be central in one place, which can also increase the amount of organization uh, for all of those team members in one roof, under one roof and in, under one environment. And so the strategies that we are sharing is an API strategy. So API service architecture, you can use APIs to run information and data to your CRM of choice, or you can use APIs to just run information back and forth through different SaaS applications. So if you are working in one environment, you don't have to log out of log out of that environment to let's say get information and data from another. And so that's reducing the amount of time that it takes to actually get work done. And it's all cloud-based. So you can have a number of different collaborators, a number of different um, projects, and you can use APIs to run those projects at scale. And so if you have any more, uh, if you have any questions based off of what you just listened to, you can check out the website and go to our API architecture page which talks a little bit more about um, our service model and how we use APIs to reduce costs, replace employees, and also replace uh, reduce friction. So the replacement of employees, we can use that capital for other things, whether that's you give that to your employees in a form of a raise or use it for infrastructure for other parts of the company. In the next episode, we're going to go deeper into APIs, CRMs, and how you can merge the two for user experience strategy.